you know what? Since we already told you, welcome to No Ideas Original Sports. I'm here with my man Theo and Reem again. Everybody yes, yes. Together. Yes, sir. Together, man. Real good place, man. Yeah, pretty good, man. Yeah, man, we got a, 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 a few things to talk about, interesting in sports, some funny stuff. Mm-hmm. I had some, some regular stuff to talk about, but there's so much more stuff coming, so we can just talk about all this stuff. You guys seen that um that um Canelo and Plant press conference? What, what did y'all think of that whole whole thing, basically? I don't know, man. I, I don't think it's fake. <laughs> okay, that's, that's the first. No, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, that was the first thing. So, so we think it's legitimate, legitimate dislike for each other. Yeah, I think so. So, do you think that helps anybody in this? Like, is that gonna fire somebody up? Because I don't know, man. I, I, I think Canelo will win that fight, but I don't think it's gonna be easy. Um, I, I like playing. I don't know if I like him enough to say he's going to win, but I, I like him. Um, I don't think it, you know, the press conference thing is going to have any you know significance in the, in the outcome of the fight. I think Canelo is still going to win. If these guys need stuff like that at this point to get extra motivated, then <laughs> it's already a problem. You already lost if you need that to get extra motivated. Right. The way right. I see it. Well, I, I'll probably this. Did you notice how quickly Canelo weaved that weaved out his punch and counted him? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so, so imagine that with, with, no, with no slacks and, and shoes and a button shirt and a tie on. You know, <laughs> Plant's in trouble, man. Plant, see what it is. See, Plant, Plant don't have no power to keep Canelo off of him or have Canelo respect his power. He's, 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 he got skills, you know, but Canelo, Canelo's seen him before. Canelo's, Canelo's seen, him guy, seen him guy before in the ring, so. He ain't been he ain't been nothing new to the game, so so to speak. So um, I think I got I got kind of eight rounds, man. Ain't going twelve. What you said is Plant might have showed his best work at the press conference. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's what I think, man. Good fighter, man. Top ten fighter in the class, though. But he not big Canelo. Yeah, sticking on the theme of fighting, man. Like we were just running down this whole Anthony Joshua thing, man. I mean, what, I don't understand what the whole concept of the thought process of losing all that weight was. And the guy just flat out, out boxed him. I mean, what, what's next for Anthony Joshua? I don't know. Like, like we were uh, discussing beforehand, the guy definitely has talent. I mean, he has the physique, that's for sure, right? The physical tools. But to me, I, he just looked too happy to lose. <laughs> Granted, there's nothing you can do about it once the fight is over, right? To right. Him again, you know, on, on the spot. So I get that part of it, and I'm not saying he should, shouldn't show sportsmanship. That much I do like about him, but at the same time, the guy just beat you, you know, and you smiling, giggling. He just seemed too happy about it to me. I don't know if he lost some of that fire or not. Yeah, that's definitely fair to say. I, th- I think you know, I saw a few uh, press conference pictures and videos where these guys hugging before the fight, day before the fight, hugging the press conference, you know, taking pictures together. Yeah, I don't mean like, you know, face to face. I mean like, you know, just regular pictures for, for the fans, stuff like that. Um, I had concerns going to the fight when I noticed he lost the weight weeks ago when he was training. I didn't like that. He wasn't here to stay to his, his strength, but it's his size, his, his, his weight, and his power. Even Ocas Ocas said after the fight that when I saw it in, in, in uh, a few days ago, he said um, Joshua hurt him a few times. 
Yeah, yeah. Fruta, he said it. So Magic Johnson was was his, his normal size going to the fight, you know. Could be a different outcome, man. But I don't like fighters who who um change the game plan when they body wise. Your body's your strength, man. I, I, I'm Joshua, man. Get big again. Go back to 235, wherever he was, man. And, 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 and try to get a rematch, man. So for me, I mean, for one, it's kind of crazy. I wouldn't thought that he probably would have had that written in there, but you never know. But I couldn't see nobody besides the loser of the Wilder Wild Fury fight fighting him. Because whoever wins that Wilder Fury, they're going to try to fight themselves. That's, that's yeah. a I wouldn't take no chance fighting Joshua in between or giving him that shot. So the only thing left for him to fight is the loser of the Fury Wilder fight. Plus, do you think, um, is Joshua like a big money draw? Because like you said, why even fight him if, he, if you're the winner and it's not even about money? I don't know if Joshua's a huge money draw either. Not happy, Joshua. Nobody want to see that. No, right. Um, I think Joshua does have a, a uh, rematch clause. I think he mentioned it a few times, you know, a rematch clause. Um, what Joshua has is Amy Hearns, man. He has he has, he has a better machine behind him than, than, than Wilder does, Ruiz, any other heavyweight fighter in that division. So, when he had Amy Hearns, like you said, this guy's time to a lifetime contract deal. He has a bigger machine behind him. So, if it's about money, it's going to be a rematch, though. That's for sure. It's about the belts. Yeah, I'll see Oakley probably fighting the winner of the Fury fight against uh, Wilder. Yeah, you know, and, and that fight is a toss-up. Who, who knows, you know, Fury could come in, he's talking about losing weight, Wilder could come in there with a suit of armor again or something. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly, man. Got tired on the walking. Yeah, of course, man. Just think how crazy that sounds to say that you got tired on the walking. <laughs> His legs were shot before yeah, the fight started. A ten, it's a 10 round fight and he was tired. How long did it take him to walk? What did it even take? He didn't care to go three minutes to walk down to the ring with that. Yeah. Because so, I think he was saying that um he had to put it on like extra early because there's so much armor he had on. So he's in the back putting on armor for an hour. <laughs> So he thought he was, so he might have thought he was fighting the Avengers or he was gonna be a part of the Avengers. Something man. I don't know man, but it was a terrible, terrible, terrible mistake. And then, you know what? He had to mind his corner and tell him like, listen, I'm doing, you look ridiculous, take that off, man. It's too heavy. You got, you got forty pounds of your body walk, walking taking a, a three minute walk to the ring. You know, and then getting in the ring and going over the rope and having it on and showcasing it, you know. Hey, come on man. Get a roll, man. They were saying because of the mask, it even presented like breathing problems too, right? Because he had a full mask on. Exactly, exactly. So he did it to himself, man. Yeah, he, the, the, he should have just painted it red and yellow or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> Crazy. Well, I want to see him come out there with the Mike Tyson trunks on. Because remember, Tyson used to come out with like a towel. Yeah, yeah. This, this that's it. Black that's it. That's it, yeah. man. I'm out there because I don't want that excuse again. If you right. Again, I don't want it to be no armor, no, mm -hmm. no any of that stuff. Just put on, come out there with a towel. Right. Let people carry you in so you don't even have to walk. Yeah, yeah that's right. Come in with like one of them things where they carry in the wood like a kitchen. Right into the ring. No excuses. None, man. Yeah. That'll be interesting, man. So, listen, we got another guy in sports getting another chance, man. Josh Gordon. I was telling somebody, this that ought to tell you how good Josh Gordon either actually is, or he got some of the best friends in the league. We need to meet him. For him to get six shots 
six shots after all those time to be in the league. There's dudes that came out of college that look great. All type of players never get that amount of shots. But he on the sixth try and go to the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, he must have uh, Tim, Tim Tebow's agent or something. <laughs> yeah, right? Somebody. Somebody. Well, I'm, I'm glad to see him getting another shot. I just hope, and again, like you said, six times. So we've been through this five times already. But I hope this time that he stays clean and does what he's supposed to do. He just, you know, performs on the field because he has talent. Like you said, nobody's giving him all these shots because he, he doesn't have talent. Right. So I'm hoping yeah. he, he just plays, plays his game. Yeah, the, the skills are there, and you know he's still in shape, obviously. So he's get a good chance. He's still in good shape. Um, maybe maybe he's, he's a good guy off the field. Some guys is is good guy off the field, despite the demons they have off the field. And so um, you know, maybe that could be it though. So him being a nice person, uh, I guess, off the field and him still being in shape and still showing some flashes of what what he used to be. I can see why people will give him a chance. Yeah. Look, 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 look at uh, my man uh, for Cowboy, Randy Gregory, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he's playing well right now for my team right now. So, uh, you know, he has, like, a few chances too, man. So he's doing well too, man. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You got this guy on the Raiders, Darren Waller, for what's him, boy. Yeah. Yeah, he goes every state he goes, he goes into meetings and stuff like that. Yeah. I think Gordon just needs to be around the right people. Yeah, man. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, if, they, if, if, if the Chiefs or any team that really wants him to be there, they're going to have to assign somebody to him or something. Whatever. You want to keep track of him. Uh, you know, you know, you know what thing you that's good because that was kind with this Bryant man when they when he got to him. He had a shot chaperone, man. They didn't play with that, man. You know what I'm saying? You still mature, man. So, wait, you're going to trust you by yourself, man. So, yeah. you have a chaperone. Good point. You know what's interesting about that? We took him on second chances. Remember, Des Bryant got a shot last week. We didn't see him back either. Des Bryant. Yeah. Yeah. Shot, yeah. So, he's probably done. And you know what's kind of strange that who hasn't got a shot that man, I don't know what happened with him, but with all these running backs, people getting hurt, nobody's checking on Adrian Peterson. Nobody's right. checking on him. I would think he would get a shot, like you said. Yeah, nobody's checking on him. Quarterbacks getting hurt. I don't know what Cam did. He's not. Nobody's checking on him. So it's interesting. Whatever they need yeah. to do. They need Good to point. hire Charles Gordon Major. That's what they need to do. <laughs> Maybe get somebody some dicks or something because those brothers are out. Yeah, I totally forgot about AP not being in the league. Yeah, wow. He's not in the league. That was surprising. I think, to me, to some extent, listening to Cam, he seemed like he might just be resigned to the fact that it might be over. He don't seem like he's overly pressed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he don't he don't want to be a, he doesn't want to be a sub, and he, he got enough money. He don't seem like he he cares either way. He seems like the type of person that might end up being like behind the scenes or um being in the in front of the camera, ESPN or something like that, talking one of those football shows. I can see him doing that. Yeah, he's a personable guy. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, Cam is at the point of his career where he's trying to win a championship, at least be a, a, a competitive team at least. Yeah. You know, you know he don't want to go to the Redskins, or the New York Redskins, Redskins, or Texans, like that. Yeah. He don't want to do that, man. He get hurt for you. you really make it hurt, it could really be over. You yeah. Know, so, so, if you get hurt, you can hurt for a team who's contending for a, a chip or even a playoff spot. Yeah. 
you know what's interesting? I seen I, I couldn't believe it, but I'm glad to see it expanded itself. So you know how Nate Burleson is on uh, he's on like a couple of football shows. Yeah, man, he's doing it. Dude, you know Nate Burleson is on channel two in the morning now? Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, what uh, Nate Burleson? <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and you know what, okay, he, he's on a variety of shows too, man. I see oh, the yeah? two as well. Yeah, he's on like four or five different shows, man. Oh, he's on, wow. he on two shows besides outside of the sports shows, man. I seen him, man. Yeah, yeah man. So he's, he's doing it. Man, so what do you guys think of the season so far? I mean, the Jets got a win today, so yeah. I was happy about that. Right. <laughs> um, like, biggest surprise for me is probably the Chiefs being like two and two now. But I actually think this may be good for them if they get into the playoffs, right? I don't see any reason why they wouldn't. The reason why I say it's good is now there's that, because coming into the season for the last few years for them, there's always that pressure of are we going to go 16 and 0? Probably more so from the outside than within. But are they going to go 16 and 0 and this, that? And now they don't have to worry about any of that, the whole perfect season. And so now they're going through their adversity early. Does that mean they'll, you know, be seasoned by the time the playoffs roll around, assuming they get in? Yeah, um, I think they are, the Cardinals are very dangerous team from what I've seen today, man. Yeah. They, 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 yeah. They, 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 they were, you know, saying, smashed out the Rams early, out the gate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what wasn't even, wasn't even a contest, man. Yeah. So they, they're looking very scary, man, on both ends of the ball. Um, my Cowboys is playing pretty well. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're playing pretty well. You know, certain, certain teams always have talent, but they don't, but don't be coached up. Yeah. You know, I think it's the first time in a long time where um, we got a guy who coaches guys up. Yeah, I know, you know, Dan Quinn's a good coach. You know, he came from yeah. Seattle with, with the uh, Legion of Boom. I know he went to, know he went to the school ball with the Falcons, you know. Yeah. But um, he's a football coach, you know. Yeah. And um, it's an upgrade from what we had last year with Mike Nolan. And like I said, the talent is the same guys are there from last year, man. Yeah. Except for a few guys here and there. But, but these guys getting coached up and know what they do on the field. You know, and uh, we're pretty healthy too as well. And I think Kellen Moore, who I, who I probably would, Kellen Moore is actually, you know, running the ball more. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, feed Zeke, man. Because, you know, the last few years when we hired him, it'd be. You know, second and third in the red zone, he's, he's going shotgun. Like, what are you doing, man? We got Zeke and Pollard right here. You know, second, second and three, winning football. I'm most like that, man. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't passing the ball, man. I form single back, I'm running football, second and three. He goes shotgun, but now I see him at least running the ball, shotgun formation, or at least giving Zeke the ball on second and third. So that's what it is for my Cowboys. So they're playing well, man. So two guys out right now, though, but right now we're playing pretty good. You know who's surprising me too? The Raiders. Is, it, is, is John Gruden finally turning the corner? Those guys listen to what he got to say, or what's, what's happening to them this year? That they play, I know the defense is definitely better because they had to get better. It couldn't mm-hmm. get any worse than what it was. Yeah. I don't know. They, I'm surprised they turned. They look like they're turning the corner. They, they got rid of some of the older guys, the receivers and stuff. They trusting the younger guys. Mm-hmm. It seems like to me that Derek Carr has less pressure on him this year than he usually has or something. And it might, who knows, it might be one of those situations where if he doesn't win this year, he might he might not be on the team next year. It seemed like it was trending in that direction heading mm-hmm. into the season. Right. You know, they were kind of like looking at, at him to take that next level, um, the next step. You know, you know, the Raiders are like the West Coast version of the Cowboys. That's what they are. 
there's a category for ball on the west side of the football. And, you know, uh, Gruden is, was, was outdated. I think Gruden changed the philosophy, you know what I'm saying, as far as uh, football-wise, because he's, he's old school, man, you know, running football, iPhone, going big. I think the offseason had a tough year last year, probably opened his mind to against new things, so to speak. And now you see, you know, I guess, the more open offense, this guy's going shotgun, the ball's going more downfield more often. Yeah. And you see Derek Carr playing great right now, so. Yeah. I, th- I, think him, I think him being outdated the last few years and him being open-minded to do things is good for the team. Yeah, I think yeah, they did go out and draft, like you said, speed this year, go out and draft speed receivers like the mm-hmm. Right, right. The one thing, another takeaway for me is just how bad the rookie quarterbacks are playing. You know, all these guys seem to be off. I don't know what's going on. I'm a Jets fan. Wilson, um, he seems to be all over the place. We got that win today, like you said, but Lawrence, I don't know. This, these guys are struggling. I was it's not all their fault, but they're struggling. Mm-hmm. I was surprised to see that none of them actually have more touchdowns than, than interceptions. Even um, even Mac Jones has two, two TDs and three interceptions. Right. So none of them really have more TV. This guy, but the funniest thing is this guy won today too. Um, the Bears won. Yeah, the Fields. The Fields won today. So that that's what's going with. But I think for Lawrence, I, I think they don't have enough talent around him. And then when his um, running mate at Clemson went down at the end before the season started, yeah. Right, right. I forgot about that. They don't have a lot of talent. And then that other receiver, I think DJ Chalk or whatever, he went down. Like, and the, the only receiver they have is Marvin Jones, and Marvin Jones is what, the second receiver on Detroit? Mm-hmm. That's their top receiver, so. Right. And it's crazy because coming in to the season, we kind of touched on it, whether Lawrence should even be starting, just simply to, like whether you try to get this guy killed or not in his first season. Yeah. May, looking at it now, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, but they may have been better off just sitting him and waiting for the talent to, to get a little better before just throwing him out there. Yeah. I almost feel like Wilson is in a similar position because the Jets' offense is, I don't know, so, uh, Robert Saleh, uh, you know, these guys, they need the, it's, it's still the same predictable offense to me. And I think Wilson has a much better arm than Donald. We got to let this guy at least air it out a couple of times. Their offense right now is predictable. Yeah, I, you know, I'm sorry, Kat. Well, for what I've seen, I like all the quarterbacks. I, I like uh, Wilson for the Jets. I like what I've seen. I like Lawrence and these guys. Uh, but, you know, sometimes play calling can play a play big part of your guys' development, too, with play calling. And if you like the Jets, you know, for example, you know, help the kid out. Do some more uh, you know, screens, half-back uh, screens, tight end screens, wide receiver screens. Yeah. You, you passing, you're passing the ball, go big. Yeah. We just we go. We got two or three guys out. Protect them. You know, instead of having four guys, instead of going four wide, just go two wide. Just uh, two two uh, receivers and a tight end. Don't go yeah. four wide. Cause your line ain't that good yet to protect the kid from yeah. getting hurt. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you know what? We throw the ball, go big. And it might open. Throw the ball away. Pump the ball, man. You yeah. know, go start Agent Peterson, man. And it's crazy too because you know. Why are you throwing these five? You know he's having an interception problem. I'd rather him throw the ball 40, 50 yards down the field and get interceptions than yeah. throw the ball five yards to get intercepted. Yeah. Running for his life, too, at that. Yeah. So that's why. You know, come on. Exactly. 
But I, I will say this. I do think he's got a, a, a much better arm than Sam Donald. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Even though Donald's winning, Donald might be a, a, a prime example of the fact that they got more talent in Carolina. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah. So we probably we turning the corner on the major the baseball playoffs, man. You got the right hat on, Theo. We, yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now, Aaron Boone, man. Yesterday, we run him out of. Yeah, could have got ran out of town. I don't know why Montgomery was still in the game. <laughs> I don't think anybody could explain why Montgomery was in. The game. I don't even. Does anybody know what his explanation was why Montgomery was still in the game? Like, I don't. I, I don't get that at all. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to let Ringo first before I say I got to say it. <laughs> nah, I'll let you take this one, Theo. Okay, it, it, it's not even about Montgomery because the Denver Rays have a very good uh, lineup. Yeah. And, and they've been kicking out bugs for quite some time. Yeah. Okay, so that being said, when you're losing 12 zip, <laughs> why would you waste a, a, a bona fide relief pitcher? In a, yeah. You know, you know your ring. Come from third base, hit the ball, go to the mound, and, and again, throw golf balls, throw softballs. Uh, okay, Yada, come from first base, hit the ball. You say you pitch it right now. You, you down 12 zip, it's in the eighth inning. Yeah. I'm not, not going to call in any uh, good reliever and waste them yeah. and throw 50 pitches and we down 12 zip in the eighth inning. Come on now, what's Bone doing? What is he doing? I don't, I don't get it, man. He's a bonehead manager, man. He's he, he gonna hurt us down the line, man. He's gonna I hurt us. Feeling, I got a feeling that if they don't advance to a certain point this year, he's not gonna be back next year. They play on what, Tuesday, is it? Yeah, they Boston. 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 At Boston. If we lose Boston, he's fired. <laughs> man, I would like to believe so. I hope so. He's fired. Yeah. So. On that note, though, who would you replace him with? I heard something crazy that I heard something crazy about Buck Showalter. I'll take that in a minute. I'll take that. I heard something about bringing possibly Buck Showalter back. I'll take that. He's better than Boone. He's better than Boone. Yeah. Now, that, now that's a baseball mind. He won't have no. He won't wait no about a real pitcher down twelve to eight inning. That's for sure. That's for yeah. sure. He knows strategy baseball. I'll take that. I don't think that was him. I don't. That's that's always the question when you fire somebody like who's the replacement. I, I, I'm gonna tell you a, a good a good replacement. You're gonna laugh. Brett Gardner. <laughs> you gonna laugh? You trying to get him off the field? I'll tell you right. I'm telling you. In the next five years, watch him wear. Watch him be a, a, a Yankee manager. I'm guaranteeing. He got he got that look. I feel like he could be a manager, man. You know what I'm saying? I can see that happen next five years. And plus, you know, with this guy catching around, you know, Cash is trying to be that, you know, that guy who coached the team through somebody else, man. So yeah, I can see that happening too, man. But I can see Gardner coaching. I can yeah, down, down the line for sure, I can see that. I can see him coaching. He'll get unlucky and get the Mets job or something. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and here's the fact: the Mets haven't been the same since they since they wrongfully fired Willie Randolph. They ain't been the same. <laughs> That's what they get. That's what he did. <laughs> think about it, my brother. Think about it. They did do Willie dirty. They did Willie dirty. They did him real dirty. I knew real that. dirty. Yeah. Since then, they ain't been the same. They ran him out of town. And you're playing great. You're playing great. The thing that's funny is that Willie, you look at Willie's face, he was confused. Like, what happened? 
And the sad thing about it is like anything else, I hate to say it, when you're black, you don't get a lot of other opportunities. Like, where's Willie now? Right. Yeah, that's true. When we get fired, we don't just move on to the other, the next job. What is one person that does in your life? You know who this is, Sleepy. You know who Sleepy is? Dusty Baker? Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. That's one. Yeah, one. Sleepy one. Yeah, all the time. All the time, man. All I the time. I believe he was sleeping in the dugout. So I, listen, I ain't mad at him. Yeah. I ain't mad at him. He was 80 years old, man, almost. Yeah. <laughs> he gets jobs. I mean, yeah. Rightfully so. When he goes, they win. But he, he gets jobs. So who do you guys like coming out of this, um, the major leagues and shit? Coming up. I mean, I would love to see San Francisco beat the Dodgers, just because I don't want to see the Dodgers win anything. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would love to see that. I don't want to see the Dodgers win anything. Right. So that, that Does that same thing apply with uh, the Astros, where you don't want to see them? I don't want to see the Astros win anything anyway. The Astros have to lose. And if the Yankees, if the Yankees lose to Boston, I wouldn't mind seeing the White Sox. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. At least we get some people. Uh, quietly, people don't realize San Francisco wins every couple of years. Quietly, people don't realize it. Like, yeah. they, three or that's four true. years pass, they win. That's true. Ten and three, four, five years pass. That's they true. Win. So they, they, they usually around. Then it, it's like they have a couple of down years and they back at it. Yeah, that's a good point. The White Sox, this would just be a chain, a complete and, a complete and utter change. Well, well, you got, you got, you know, the hardest team right now is the Cardinals, man. They're yeah. like the Giants. Every so often, every few years, they, 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 they do anything, man. They only been a, been a competitive franchise anyway. That's for sure. But they be hot right now, man. The Cardinals, man. They went 17 straight before they lost last week, a few days ago. Yeah. So going, going to postseason right, postseason right now, they definitely hot right now. I wouldn't mind seeing them one either. Right. Oh, my. Yeah, me. Oh, my just, just no Boston, no Astros, no Dodgers, man. Yeah, yeah I'm good, man. This is at least when baseball gets interesting now. Because to start the season, I kind of like it. Right, a fresh season, and then it for me it dies down. There's just so many games. It's hard for me to stay engaged for 102 mm-hmm. games. Right. So I right. usually, you know, start out strong, and then the middle of the season for me is a lapse until mm-hmm. around this time. Mm-hmm. Agree. Yeah, I, it's it's just so there's so much stuff going on. Except for you know what, in certain teams like. I'm not a Mets fan, but if you're a Mets fan, it's always interesting because they always gonna do something that makes no sense. So, yeah, they gotta keep you entertained. Yeah, yeah. Like, whether it's on the field antics or off, yeah. you know. thumb down, thumb down to the fans, you know, all types of sports. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who, 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 I mean, you got guys in their first year playing New York yeah. doing this stuff, man. Bob Baez and, and Lindor, come on. Yeah. Man. You gonna thumb down the fans? Yeah, they ain't gonna work. Yeah, you, you won't be here for. They they locked in a Lindor. Of He'll be there forever. Nobody's taking that there. Yeah, man. He runs the team. It's his team. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever he, whatever he wants. He wanted buyers. Look what they did. He got buyers. Yep. So listen, we got listen, we got the first NBA preseason game today. The the, the Brooklyn Nets and the Lakers. <laughs> and listen, man, what we would maybe a preview 
obviously the Lakers got the the, the got the beat. That's just expected, but nobody that's nowhere near a real game or something. Mm-hmm. But and on a bigger note, with the NBA with all this vaccination stuff, you got Bradley Bill, you got Wiggins, you got Kyrie Irving. I mean, what are you guys' thoughts on this whole thing or something? Because it seems like it could get real really out of hand. And it's been right now we get into the start of a preseason, so I think the season starts what the thirtieth or something like that, the twenty eighth. Yeah, yeah. I need a month. Yeah. And Wiggins, I think, actually decided to get vaccinated. He he got vaccinated. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did. Once they started talking that you're not getting, you know, <laughs> your money, so he would miss literally half his check. Him and, and Kyrie, right? Right. Yeah. Playing in California, New York, so I don't know if Wiggins wanted to take that 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 hit. But in general, I think overall it's become like a political. I don't know why now everybody it's like a big announcement whether you're vaccinated, not vaccinated. I don't know. It's a very political thing. I've seen Draymond Green's um, take on it. Um, he had a lot to say about it, but. I think guys do reserve the right to do whatever they want, but at the same time, why go on this big... Like, I I like, let's put it this way, I like LeBron's approach, right? Where LeBron just said, hey, I'm vaccinated, and I'm not gonna... Yeah, and and I'm not gonna try to persuade anybody else to do any of that stuff. But on the flip side of that, I watched Bradley Bill's um, press conference about it, and he was questioning, well, you know, what's the urgency, and... And I'm like, looking at it like 700,000 people in, in the United States alone died from it. So I, granted, you do whatever you want, but I, I think that's urgent enough. Let's put it that way, 700,000 people dying from it. And I think it's just become overly political now, not just in, in the NBA, but just in general. Uh, it's good to see Wiggins uh, get a shot, you know. I was uh, up in myself. I understand how people feel about it, you know. Because yeah. it's, really, it's, really, it's really about the mandate, more about, you know, anything else. You don't, you don't want to be forced to do anything in life. Yeah, sure. Right. Sure. right. So, so it's really about that more than anything else. Um, uh, Draymond Green made sense when he was talking about it. Yeah. You know, so he made he made some sense. He's talking about how I to tell LeBron point about you know I'm not for anybody to you know take the shot. Yeah. Bill Bill came out kind of uninformed. Yeah, know? that's what I thought. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he came out kind of uninformed. Like he told people in the hood. He said, you know, what I'm saying we're kind of conversations type type thing, you know. So, yeah. um, but I think by by season starting, both of those guys will get their shots for sure. Kyrie and Bill, because yeah. they got they got to make a lot of money. And listen, man, if those guys miss forty games. Now does Bill cause in Washington now, as far as I know, there's no no mandate like there is in California and New York. So Bill, I don't know if he would be required to actually miss any games, would he? He just has to go through the extra testing and whatever the unvaccinated right. vaccinated right. player protocol is, but I don't think he would miss any money. Whereas Wiggins um, and Kyrie would, they would miss half their salary. It depends. It depends because I think they could still withhold their salary if you can't go to like if they can't play if he can't if Bill can't play against the Knicks and the Nets. I don't think they're gonna pay him. 
No, I think he. I think he can because he doesn't apply to only the residents. Yeah, yeah, mm. exactly. Only the home team players. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I know that. Yeah, okay, I so come, yeah, coming into New York to play against the the Nets and Knicks, you don't have to be um, vaccinated like as the road team. Okay. So that's, that's it's, only, it's only required for the California and New York home teams. You know, it's mm. funny. you know, it's funny now that you said it. It has to be that way because then everybody would have to be vaccinated. Yeah, everybody. Right. Would vaccinated. Okay. They would never be able to come into New York. Yeah. <laughs> you know, play against the Knicks and Nets. Yeah. So yeah, that 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 makes sense. I mean, I, I agree with you, Sophia. It's it's more so about the choice than anything. And Bill, he just seemed like this whole thing seemed like disjointed, like he was a little confused or all face. Yeah, he was asking like random questions that you could just Google. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, he was like, Yeah, you take a shot, you still get it. I'm like, Yeah, everybody knows. I mean, you you sound like this is the first time you heard of this. <laughs> right, right. And it tell you that it's not gonna prevent you from getting it, you know, it's yeah. just that it, it helps you from fighting it. Yeah, he, he just that, like, the fact that it's uh, like 90 something percent, at least I don't know about against Delta, but the uh, first few strains, right, it's like 90 something percent protective against it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, you can still get it. Everybody knows that. Right, man. Come on. When I look at it, even like even from a playoff person thing, that, yeah, it's nothing, it's nothing is really foolproof because you take the flu shot, people still get the flu, whatever, but. If you tell me I'm going to take the shot and you can at least kind of guarantee that I'm not going to die, <laughs> right. that's, that's a, you know, that's a different part of it. Right. Not getting it, okay, I, I'm pretty much sure that that, that can happen. Which is because which is, I've taken the flu shot before and got the flu, so anything they tell you that they're going to give you that you think is going to prevent something, it's, it's not going to stop it from happening. That's not going to happen. And the crazy thing now is with with this one, right, in terms of, I don't know about long-term effects, right? Who does? I don't even think you know the doctors know about long-term effects it is, if there is any. But in terms of upfront being safe, they're not putting a live virus inside of you, right? Like they do with the flu shot. That's a live virus. The RNA, it's not a live virus. So they aren't injecting you with a weak strain of COVID. I mm. think that would, that would have probably changed a lot of people's decision process too. But I don't right. know if I'm taking a chance. We trying to like the flu shot. People literally get like a mild case, or sometimes the flu from getting. Yeah, the they shot. give you a mild case, a mild strain of it, so yeah. you build up the antibodies. In this case, they're using different technology. Yeah, I don't know if I'd have wanted to inject it with a live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just to get I it. To yeah, I wouldn't sign up for that one. Yeah, I don't know about that, but let me get it to see if my body can fight it all. Yeah, yeah. In this case, they're basically just yeah. tricking your body into generating the proteins that fight it. Mm-hmm. You look at all these players, and they, they got to be honest with themselves. If you ask them privately, did they want to do it? Half of them, more more than half, probably tell them no. But when it comes down to losing twenty million dollars a year, fifteen, ten, and everything else, I mean. You know, you're just not going to do it. Same thing like a regular, even a regular person with a job. You know, more than likely, it is tough and people don't want to. But you're not going to really necessarily, unless you got like a big bunch of money on the side or something, right. lose your job for the sake of not getting. Yeah. It, it's, it's just a tough decision, so it kind of puts people in a tough spot. Like you know, I got responsibilities and stuff. And then, 
I think, like, I agree with the right to decide whatever you want to decide. I just think, like, when you use the platform, these athletes, right, when they use the platform to start spreading misinformation, one way or another, I think it's just harmful to everybody. Okay. I tell you what, we're talking about people with the right to decide or something else. I don't think Ben Simmons has the right to decide not to show up. <laughs> and I think they sent a good message to him too like you can decide not to show up and we decided not to pay you that million dollar check so let's see how long Ben Simmons decides that he ain't gonna show up when that second check don't show up because you know what I, I think he's gonna I think he I think he's gonna get traded we, you know yeah. but I think he may sit until it happens I, I really believe that. I think he has, like, don't get me wrong, I, I get some, um, no, I really don't, I'll be honest with you, you know how people say you get stuff, I don't get it, dude, you gotta be tough, you went out there, you stunk, and people let you have it, that happens all the time, dude, when you play in the park, play in the gym, any sport, anything, you stink, people gonna let you know about it, you can't handle the fact that you did bad and people let you know about it, now you wanna leave, you think you'll go to another team and you're gonna stink and they're gonna be like, oh, no, that's been his platform anyway, he stinks, but we, come on, dude, and, that, and he, he's willing to go anywhere, you know how people usually want to get traded to a destination, he's just running, yeah, I can see anywhere. him, <laughs> I can see him going to Minnesota or something where, like, the expectations over there, but pretty low, dude, the crazy thing is those dudes could have got James Harden for him, they declined trading him for James Harden, for a dude who can't stand getting booed, who won't even, he can't even make a layup or take a jump shot in the playoffs. He looks scared. Yeah, it was the Trey Young non-dunk attempt for me with Trey Young standing <laughs> under there, you know, all five foot eleven of them, 140 pound Trey Young, you know, you six ten or whatever it is, 240 you know, pounds. You know what Giannis would have did if Trey Young was standing there? <laughs> <laughs> He just wanted to put him through the basket. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I agree. I think he's just running from it. And like you said, no matter where, no matter where you go, the hoop is still ten feet. The free throw line is still, you know, the free throw line. You gotta work on your game. That's the bottom line. I see him doing everything else, like in terms of what he posts on social media, except working on his game. Everybody else, you see clips of them, you know, their workout regimen over the summer. What you see from Ben Simmons? Shooting threes and making them. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 but not in a real game. I, I don't I don't get that. He, he, yeah, I mean, he, he and the YMCA playing against me and you and, and Kenyatta and, 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 and Rob and, and Shannon and all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And, and Z and he busting the ass shooting threes. And making him, but in being caught, he ain't taking no no attempt, dude. You paid for the Philadelphia 76. You paid for Philly. Yeah. You play in Philly. What do you expect? What do you expect? Philly, New York, LA. Look what LA did. Look at what LA did to um Schroeder. They got him out of there. Yeah. Get 84 million. You said no. You stuck it up. Get up out of here. Come on, man. That's chopping for the Knicks. Come on, man. He's not built for that. Somebody exactly. For Kyrie, dude. You know what happened to this dude getting there playing with Durant, Harden, and he started acting like that. 
And the crazy thing is, I I I like him. I think the, I think the dude has a bunch of talent. I think it's more mental than anything else. I think I think the problem with he's doing is terrible. Like it, it had like okay when Anthony Davis said he didn't want to play that right. He hurt he hurt the Pelicans, but the Pelicans were smart enough to not take that much. Because the Lakers' first offer was better than their second offer. Ben Simmons, people ain't even trying to give up stuff for him. Like, what, what do you give up right now for Ben Simmons? Don't tell me about what you think he's gonna become. I'm not trading for what you think he's gonna become. I'm trading for who the guy is today. Right. So you're not gonna get these players. I mean, you need to go someplace that got deep guys on the bench. Like they told me they want two two starters and four five picks. And I'm like, you should talk to Houston and see if they got that for James Harden. They got two five picks and two starters. Yeah, they got picks, but they ain't get who did who did they get as a starter? Who did they even get from the Nets as a player? Houston. Down exactly. down. <laughs> so if can't the even... Harden, right. we couldn't get that. You don't get this for you. They didn't get that for Anthony Davis. Did they get five picks and two NBA starters for Anthony Davis? Nope. Nope. Yeah, they didn't. And I'm talking about two dudes that's easily in the top ten of the NBA. Right. And you want that for Ben Simmons? How about the yeah, how about I show you guys this is this is game for that game, this last game take? And see if see, see if that guy's worth five picks and two starters. No, he's not. Plus the crazy thing is when you bring him over, you gotta pay him too. Right? Because Ben yeah. Simmons, he's getting paid. You know, I think right. they, I think they said four years, hundred and seventy something million. Yeah. About, to re-up. about to re up. About to re up. Yeah, he's he he has a huge contract too, so you gotta pay him. You give him up all this, these assets for him, and then you got to pay him this massive amount of money too on, on top of it. That's you right. Know, and, Unlimited production. Right. If you think right. about it, right? Let's say he did start making some jump shots, right? Where do you project him out as a player? I mean, wouldn't that be the equivalent of Draymond Green making a few more jump shots? Like, when you look at look at Ben Simmons and you see what he does and he play, could Ben Simmons be a number one option on a team like the man of a team? No, no, I don't think so. I mean, I don't even know if he. I, I think he could be a second option, but I don't even know if he's that great a second option. Where I see him is like, a, and that's kind of what he wants to be. But the dude is more like a glorified role player. Yeah, meaning he 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 can do a little bit of everything. But we want to see him because of his contract and everything else, because of where he was drafted. Usually, those type of dudes are scorers. Scorers yeah. first. You got to give me at least 20 points if I'm giving you $177 million with four years yeah. left on the team. You know, you're getting $30 million a season. You got to get right. me 20 points. But the dude's a hell of a defender, right? I would say he's one of the best defenders, if not the best perimeter defender in the league. Yeah, he, he's he a good passer. Yeah. It's just that the dude can't score. He can't shoot. Think about it this way. We should have us talking about Ben Simmons and we giving him all of this accolades because of what we think he's become or where he was drafted, right? But right now, if you look statistically about where he sits and like what he does in a game, what does he do better than, say, Spencer Dinwiddie? Spencer Dinwiddie gets more points and more assists. Where to get more rebounds with Spencer Dinwiddie that qualifies him for 170 million? 
Mm. I don't even know if on the court, he plays better defense, I guess, but I don't even know if he's technically better than Spencer Dinwiddie, to be honest with you. He has a bigger name, but I don't know if he's... <laughs> I don't even know if he's better than Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, I, mean, I would say he's a better defender, but outside of that, I don't yeah, know. Some of these guys, think about it, some of these guys, you gotta be honest. He got more hot, I guess. We laughed at some of these. Remember when Henson was overspending from Atlanta, was asking for all that money? He's like, how's he going to try to get a max deal? He's mm. better than Ben Simmons. Who, um, John Collins? Yeah, I would take John Collins. If, 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 I don't think Atlanta would make that deal, but I would take John Collins for Ben Simmons right now. Plus, another thing is, like with Ben Simmons, is what, what position is he really? Is he really the point guard, or should he actually be like the power forward or something? Or a small ball center because I don't right. think he's, I don't really think he's a, a point guard. He's definitely not a two guard. We know that. We just yeah. established that he can't, he can't shoot from, you know, he can't even make a layup now. His confidence is shot. So where do you actually put him on the court? Small forward or power forward? It, it, he's kind of, it, it, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's weird that a guy with his talent, his size, he, he plays in an era where, you know, it's open floor and, 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 and three-point shooting and, and, and the individual uh, creativity, you know, create your own shot, so to speak, I should say. Yeah. And, and he could create his own shot as far as getting to the rack. He could do that. But how, how, how can you not adapt your game for the last five? He's been saying play for the last five years. Yeah. He hasn't improved at all, no. really, at all. And, and so, what, what are you doing? I mean, do you, do you love the game? Yeah. Do you love the game? Do you love the game? Or, or you... I don't think so, man. You ever think seen, about it. You ever seen this documentary? No, I haven't seen yeah. it. I haven't seen it. This is like one of those dudes that just decided to play because he woke up six ten or whatever it is. He was, he was in LSU, and he's you know he's the first player in college history that he, he didn't qualify to be National Player of the Year because his grades were too low. The first player in the history of college. That's, that's sad. He wouldn't even go to class. He wouldn't go to class. Like they, were, they had him in his own documentary. He's like, I don't even know why I'm in this school. I come here for basketball. I don't come here for school. Just sit out. Don't go to college. He, was in, he, he, he had that same attitude all the way through, man. He, he, he killed overseas for one year, like, like, uh, like R.J. Hampton did. Yeah, he could have did that. And, and, then, and then came back and said, what's your time in college? And, and, and you just might scholarship that could went to me or you or somebody else. Yep. He was busting our butts for our scholarship. You know, come he on, man. He didn't want to be there. Then he, uh, by, you know, he, by doing that, he, you know, participated in killing my boy Antonio Blakeney's career. Yep. Right? Mm. They followed him there. Mm. LSU. Now you follow a dude like that, y'all both top recruits, and he ain't even committed. Nope. So now what ended up happening is Ben Simmons was because of who he was, he was always gonna be yeah. you know high draft pick regardless. Blakeney ended up suffering because now you see Ben Simmons and Blakeney on LSU and they can't win a game. Nope. LSU was terrible. Yeah. So now people putting all that on 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 Blakeney. You know, Ben Simmons was already penciled in as the number one pick, number two pick. Mm-hmm. Now you see how yeah. he's losing. It's like, man, this Blakeney kid ain't as good as we thought he was. Right. It's tough. I, I think I think Ben Simmons is that he really needs to take a hard look. And I hope this doesn't become a trend with players where they like, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm all for people 
you know, making decisions, having that run, but doesn't do it. All right, if, I, if you work a regular job and you get another regular job, okay, fine. If me or any of us was making $40 million a year and they told us that in our spare time we need to learn how to get a jump shot and they was going to hire somebody to help us learn and all this stuff and then we decide not to try and they listen and then say we ain't coming, you really deserve to get fired, <laughs> realistically, because they trying to do everything for this man. Even sitting there, because they know the truth. Doc Rivers getting out. Oh, we'd love to have him, Doc. We want to do Joel and be always thinking. Really, what they want to say is this dude was a bum. He stunk out there. And now we got to do damage control and we got to talk nice to him to get this bum to come back. We of course, you got to get his trade value up. You can't yeah, run around saying we want him out of here because now I'm really going to lowball you from another team. You really think Doc Rivers wants to deal with this? Or Joel Embiid, or any of them dudes really want to deal with this nonsense. Embiid released some statements. He had a lot to say about it, about Simmons. The only thing I disagree with Embiid on is Embiid was saying that throughout Ben Simmons, pretty much like most of his career, they customized the team around Ben Simmons' needs. To some degree, they did, but I don't know if that's necessarily the case either. Because I, because th you think about it, I, I thought Philly's weakness for a long time was was shooting. And with Ben Simmons, we just established that he can't shoot. So if you're customizing the team around Ben Simmons, you need shooters. Look what Milwaukee did with Giannis, right? They went out and got all shooters. So now that paint opens up. So I disagree with Embiid there where he said they, you know, Ben Simmons' whole career in Philly, they customized the team around him because I thought Philly went too many years without having enough shooters. He could have a point though, but you know what? Because think about it, in those early years when they got Simmons, they had draft picks. Well, every year you get a draft pick in the top 30. They have never drafted a point guard. So every time it's been geared around the idea that he's going to handle the ball. I so agree with that part of it, yeah. They could have had any one of these dudes, like, you know, 15 to 16, the Halliburton, the dude on um, Detroit. They could have had any one of these point guards that they wanted to, any one of the teams, because they always finished at that spot or the 20, but they never drafted one because they were catering to this dude, letting him handle the ball, when they could have got a guard who could handle the ball and shoot and made him do something else. True. That part I agree with. I just think, like, the team wasn't fully built around the master no. the Milwaukee route and just got him shooters. They wouldn't even have, if they were completely building the team around his his knees, they wouldn't have had Embiid. Well, yeah. And now you got him. Think about it, that's when Embiid really got upset when they started to try to go that yeah. route because they made Embiid go out yeah, to the perimeter. perimeter. Yeah. And Doc, when Doc got there, that's when he moved Embiid back to the paint and Embiid, you know, produced. Yeah. That's probably the season. That might be one of the reasons why Ben Simmons wants out of there too. Because I don't think Doc Rivers is gonna make this team around him. But I don't, know, that way. I don't know what team like I heard the Spurs made an offer for Ben Simmons. But realistically, all they could offer is young guys and some picks. They wasn't going to give him five draft picks for Ben Simmons. And they wasn't going to give up. Like, you're not going to give him, um, you're not going to give him Kelvin Johnson, DeJounte Murray. Yeah, all, they wanted every one of them. Kelvin Johnson. They wanted Larry Walker, DeJounte Murray, White, and five draft picks. <laughs> <laughs> So you want to 14 points. <laughs> yeah. So you want a, a point guard, two two guards, a backup point of three, 
and five draft picks for a guy that's going for it. If they do that, the Spurs could be in a lottery. That, that'll help them out. Right. Number one pick. Let me, let me tell you guys something, man. Ben Simmons knew he needed a jump shot going into the draft. <laughs> Yeah. So now, now four or five years later, you still ain't got a jump shot yet. Ben Simmons is the reason why they, they, they got rid of uh, Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Now people still got an unbeat, trying to say indirectly. And people confirmed it. Yeah. You know, so, so uh, you know, the team has been trying to, or has been catering around Ben Simmons. Without some crazy young kid, he's more versatile, higher skill set. So I, I, I get that. I'm not looking at the team. They're in shambles now. They're in disarray. Yep. And, and, and he's very, he's just, he's just immature for a poor athlete. That's what he is, man. Listen, it's called criticism, bro. Yeah. You are the second best player in the team, and you got an opportunity to, you know, carry the team or produce. You got the ball in a pole and, and, and you're going to turn around to the basket by yourself <laughs> and you pass it up. To get, to, get, to get to somebody else, you gotta do a scoop on the basket and missed it. So, I've, I've some kicked out of the game for that. Come on. You know, so, I mean, you, you, did, you did it to yourself, man. You did, get, you did get better, and you play you play in Philadelphia. It's, it's a tough town, man. You gotta you got improve. Oh, take criticism. And, and of course, that was what he said did help out. When it beat, when it beat said initially after the game, did help out either. But that's that called emotions, man. God, God just been playing that 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Of course, they're going to tell you how you feel. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand that, though, man. But listen, man. You, you played high-level basketball, man. You played for, played for Philly, a crazy-ass town. You don't take no mess from any from any ball player who ain't producing. So just, just, just show more tough skin, man. Join the team, man, and make it work. So I got another question about this. With Anthony Davis and with Ben Simmons, is this going to become a trend with their clients? Where we're saying where they don't like what's going on, unhappy, and every year they're gonna be trying to force somebody out of a deal or force somebody out of a location. Yeah, it seems like that's what. They yeah, want. it seems like it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And, it, it, and that's not necessarily a good thing for them, you know, for for that agency that that's yeah. what they're kind of sort of becoming known for. Yeah, it, it, it is known for that. I mean, eventually the owners gonna get together on that one and be like, you know what? We just not gonna deal. Because even as part of the Ben Simmons thing, wasn't they talking about um, this dude maybe looking to get Tyrese Maxey out of there? Yeah, yeah. They end up supposedly like kind of like walking back on that one on that statement, retracting it or at least in rumors. But it's kind of it's kind of crazy. I thought Maxey was kind of like tied to it too. Oh, he, he we may have to get him out of here. Yeah, I want to get all my clients off of Philly. The thing is, is I mean, Tyrese Max is sitting there like, yeah, I got kind of a spot here in the role. Right. Good. Simmons leaves, that opens up more minutes for him. Yeah, so you try to basically ruin my career to help out enough. But then again, that, that goes back to Nerlens Noel. I mean, you yeah, can stop all players. The star players, you're going to cater more to move. The rest of us is domino pieces. So you're going to move me because Ben Simmons got to leave. Right. Yeah. Are these matches just a chip or a domino piece in the Ben Simmons thing? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I mean, you said I said something like that again. I might have to consider switching agents or something. Because right, right. You can't just decide you want to move me and get me out of here because this guy, I didn't say I want to leave. 
especially if he leaves, he's opening up, that opens up minutes for you. That's 47 yeah. minutes. Ben Simmons playing 40 minutes a game yeah. or more. So you now that's 40 him. minutes potential, potentially for you. Yeah, yeah. they were playing, they were playing Max. He was a big part of the, part of the team. He sure was. And his role would increase with no Ben Simmons. Yeah. That's four minutes. He's going to get at least 20 something minutes a game with no Ben Simmons there. So think sure. about, now you're cutting down my role, cutting down my potential earning opportunities, all types of stuff because you want to tie me to this other dude? Nah, I, I have to, I have to really consider that. And then you got to go back and think about Rooknarl and so well, so they weren't even looking for deals for him or something. <laughs> telling them don't take deals. Wasn't even too, he couldn't even get on the phone with him or something. That's How much did he lost? 40. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot, man. Oh, yeah. They, they gave him bad advice, too. real bad advice. Like, he, he had a couple of deals that he just didn't take. Like, the first one was the Dallas one, you remember that? Dallas yeah. down. Then I heard he turned OKC had a, deal, a better deal for me turn that one down on that advice. He's just lucky that the Knicks decided to give him a couple of years because think about it, he's never yeah, really he Yeah, he never really made that big money anyway. You got one year deals, two year deals. This might be the most money ever made at the Knicks right now. And that's what, like three for thirty or something yeah. like that? Yes. Yeah. He he got a decent deal now. Yeah. Your friend, 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 a deal for the Knicks. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. So I'm glad he's back. He picked up for us. Yeah, he did. A friendly deal for the Knicks turned out to be the best deal of his career. So that that worked out better for good for both. Yeah, agree. But these dudes, they really need to think about what they're gonna do with that that agency and how they're gonna go about doing that. But I I agree. If things ain't working out, maybe you need to split up. I wouldn't want my name mentioned in your whole deal. Ben Simmons went out. Let it be Ben Simmons. Don't don't say. Right. It. Yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah. I'm bad. All my clients out there. I'm looking at. Wait a minute. That's bad business, man. Yeah, because you know it's sad to say. You know how people are. Doc Rivers probably went up to him like, "Yeah, is that a problem?" Or he's like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> Any reason your management's asking Tyrese Maxey now why he wants to leave? He's like, I never said that. Yeah, bad business. Definitely. Man, so what's it with right now, man? What's about? Glad we got to talk Get me back at it, man. Yeah, man. Feels good. Give me some, give me some quotes, some closing statements for this week, man. I'm looking forward to the preseason games. I think my Knicks come on on what fifth. It's our preseason game, so I'm excited. NBA season rolling back around. Then we got the Yankees wild card game, so things are looking good for New York sports. The Jets got to win, so looking good. Yeah, man. Listen, we got a big fight coming up this Saturday. You know, the Wilder fight for the third time. Yankees in the, in the postseason, and uh, you know, again, listen, it's good, it's good being back on the show, man. That's what's up. Hey man, I'm glad to be back at it, man. I want to want to tell you, yes, and MSG to stop messing around. <laughs> time I look on the screen, I see uh, cables about to lose this channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's every year do that, right? Every two years yeah. do that, man. I understand. Let's stop trying to stop trying to prevent us from watching our local team get that act together because we want to see the, the mix in the next this year. Right, but, exactly. 
Uh, great guys, this was great talking to you, man. Great. Yeah, show. man. Yeah, man. Had a good time, man. All right, man. Have a good one.